0: an employee is dialed, dialed? No, dialed in on their role. Oh, okay. Worried your team is tuning out? Are you unsure whether an employee is dialed in on their role or asleep at the wheel? Well, you're in the right place because today we're talking all about engagement. This is The Culture Clinic where my co-founder Joe and I are constantly learning from HR experts on how to build a culture where people love to work. My name is Skay. I'm one of the co-founders here at Gusto. And I'm joined today by my colleague, Kwesi Thomas, an HR expert in the rewards and recognition space. Kwesi, let's dive right into this week's topic. So is your team really engaged? Uh, and the first question I have for you is, have you ever felt disengaged
1: at work? And could you describe that? Yeah, I'm sure a couple of times throughout my career, I've had this sort of disengaged feeling. One that's most memorable to me at one point at uh, when I was at BlackBerry, I Had the chance to really build uh, new programs and sort of new t- new a new team and had a leadership change and the new leader didn't didn't value those programs the same way the previous leader did and really changed direction and so a lot of the support and opportunities that I had at that point really got changed I was I was asked to sort of do a more traditional uh, rewards role for a while and I think for me that was a hard time because I remember being uh, really proud of what we had built and I felt that it was all being stripped there and kind of pulled back a bit and so um i felt really disengaged at that point it took me a while to sort of um reengage as it were um actually it happened when the leadership changed again but <laughs> that, that that uh that did take a, a bit out of me for for that period
0: and yeah so i think and uh, yeah i think back on kind of my career and uh times that i've been disengaged You know, previous to Gusto here, we ran the tasting tour company. So uh, taking people around to different restaurants in in Whistler, Um, uh, Joe -hmm. and I did that together. And um, when we started that company, it was really exciting. And uh, there was a lot of growth and, uh, you know, it was our first company and whatnot. But we, we hit this ceiling where when Whistler got really busy and we had a lot of bookings and whatnot, the restaurants were all really busy as well. Right and so we kind of like just hit this growth ceiling and so like if i you know think of kind of like what really disengaged me there was just like a lack of growth potential right like there was okay we we know the limits to like this business and 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 then just start and so like i can completely kind of empathize with employees that have that similar experience right where there's there's just kind of a lack of opportunity to to grow. Like, do you see that as kind of like one of the main kind of drivers of
1: disengagement? Yeah. I I think that's that for a lot of people being able to see like what's next or being, being able to see what, what they can grow into or what the team or what the work can grow into really is part of what, what drives engagement. And so I do, or sorry, or what feels engaged. And so I completely agree with you. When you don't see that growth potential or that next step or what's You know, that's hard to be engaged. Define disengagement for us. Like what, what does that term mean to you? I mean, for me, for me personally, in terms of how I work, um, I I usually don't, I don't watch the time. I'm not usually looking at when, when I come, when I start and what's required of me. I just want to get the job done when I'm engaged. And for me, I knew I was starting to get to the point where I was, um, where I was counting things. I was like, how much am I putting in? How much is getting out? That That's how I knew it for myself. As a leader, I look at it as when I, when the team starts to, I guess I guess I use word count for myself personally, but it's it's when the team's not, you know, when when there's a negotiation that starts happening when things are happening or needed to be done versus uh, things just being you know picked up and kind of ran with with almost you know some some excitement or some some joy because they want to get to that bigger goal that we're all sharing, and for me if, if I'm seeing the team you know sharing that goal and kind of picking up things and running with it. I feel like the team's engaged. Where I start seeing that sort of like, mm, I don't know, kind of that push and pull. That kind of like for me, it it starts to be either disengaged or going in that direction. Mm-hmm. The uh, the other ones
0: that kind of like jump out, Noah, um, our head of people, um, runs a great webinar and in and, and talks about kind of like the PAL model, right? So like purpose, opportunity, well being, and like if you don't have those kind of like three pillars, like it's really hard to kind of like drive engagement and great culture, right? So, like, if right. if people don't feel kind of aligned with the purpose, uh, the mission of the organization, or, or just the purpose, like, if they're not finding, like, meaning in the work, like, if they're... I think, I think you've mentioned there, like, you just felt like you were kind of, like, counting, kind of like, oh, I got this. I got to do this thing, and I got to do this thing, and, like, don't really care.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. You're just kind of, like, you're taking stock of what's required and not actually... For me but well, that's i mean not everyone works the same way but for me when i kind of get lost in what needs to be done and it's just like doing that i'm like okay I, I know up there if i'm about the point where i'm like oh there's this list of things that i'm just gonna have to do it just do them right mm-hmm. um yeah to pull back to being engaged um yeah and and so like if you could kind of like get it down to
0: like two or three words like what what is disengagement uh
1: wow that's a hard question <laughs> i think two or three words now um a lack A <laughs> oh, wow. That's me <laughs> No, that's a that's a lack and I'm done, right? Unrewarding or unfulfilled. That's probably where I go. Unrewarded or unfulfilled. Either I feel don't feel rewarded for it, like the reward for what I'm doing, whatever that is, financially, et cetera, or unfulfilled as and I don't feel like I'm I, you know I'm happy with what I've done. I think if you're unrewarded or unfulfilled, you've you've kind of been you're dis disengaged. Dis- there we go. Two words. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's some obvious ones,
0: right? But like, right. what are some signs of of disengagement that managers and leaders tend
1: to miss? I think a lot of times people will tell leaders what they need to be engaged, and often they'll they'll ask for the same thing over and over again. They'll ask for that project or for that that time off to pick up their their you know their, to arrange daycare on a constant basis. They'll it won't be like they'll mention it once and it'll go away. Often I find. Managers miss the cues that employees give them on a a few times for what they need. And sometimes they might run off of them being annoying or demanding, but that might be what actually they need. And so often I think one of the cues we miss are the things employees tell us, not the one time, what they've asked a few times or they've mentioned a few times, or they try to arrange for it a few times. And you missed, like in your
0: Management. experience. Oh, yeah. it's like to tell me a story about a time like where you had a kind of disengaged employee
1: and you missed. I had a employee who, who, a few times, you know, had mentioned or had said they didn't feel like they were trained or prepared or had the right training mm. to answer. You know, the first one answering emails mainly, they were clearing the inboxes, and in that they were, were running across questions all you know, left, right, and center. The questions they were answering were very uh, were all over the place. And they said a few times to me that they didn't feel that they had the ability to answer some of these things didn't feel well trained and they didn't feel like they were they felt like almost they were they were impostering on on what they were answering and i missed that thinking that you, you have the answers answer them more yeah and i i missed those cues to the point where that person really didn't want like the i couldn't re-engage them back on that on that work I had to find someone else and i had to also you know take the feedback to myself i never took the feedback to stop and go okay, let's work on these together for the next period of time so I can help answer them or I can help train and actually teach you what you need to do. I just kind of assumed they knew because I assumed they knew the knowledge and, and they asked it repeatedly. Uh, so I looked back at that one and that was one where I know I missed the, the the signs of engagement. Yeah, if I think I think about kind
0: of like, like the obvious ones are kind of like, absenteeism or lack of participation right where right. Kind of, you know, people just stop showing up or they're they're just not kind of participating in either a physical environment or a remote environment right like they're just not involved in the in the conversations they're not kind of contributing right ideas and whatnot but scale okay,
1: those ones i think they're, they're they're too if you start if people aren't coming to work anymore and they're made absent you missed, yeah, and you missed engagement a while ago. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's true. Like that's that, that that's gone,
0: right? So that's where I want to dig in. Like, what are the kind of like early signs, right? So I, I think you're one around kind of training and development, like re- requests for kind of like, hey, I want to get better at this thing. Um, right, you know, help help me out there, and it, and it kind of ties back to kind of like that opportunity to to grow, you know, around well being. Um, Mm -hmm. I think you touched on kind of like having time off to go pick up your child or, um, you know, general work-life balance. Do you have any stories that you could share around kind of like that one
1: that, you know, subtle cues that your managers might want to look for? For me, a lot of the time off situations are become less and less of an issue because most employers are very, have changed how they approach time off. For example, I have someone now who has a, a child that has needs and they need to leave at a certain time. The shift is, the shift will typically be, you know, 10 to 5 that they're working. But they've got to leave for uh, about half an hour to pick up and drop off the the, the child. And then they, they can't use any of the services that so they don't want to because of the child's needs. And so they've asked it and asked it and asked it, And I thought we missed it. Um, and I think you know we finally kind of like oh, now I understand what you need. And so we've put in that half an hour and said, okay, cool. That's that, that 3 o'clock. They disappear for half an hour, do that drop off and come back. And they're fully engaged. Like they're happy. They're not going anywhere. I think they're, they're they're I think they're very engaged in the work because we figured out that that half an hour, which was not traditional for them to go and come back to support their you know moving you know moving the child from one place to another, was what they needed. And I think for me, that time off um, or that need of you know balancing that personal life and well being, it's critical because that person would have gone for another role where they could have just done that or just quit because it was more important to them to have that half an hour of what they needed to do for their life than it was to to come to work. If People have anything going on in
0: their personal life that that is kind of distracting that they're not given the time to kind of like deal with. Right, they're just going to be they're going to be disengaged because they're going to be thinking about how they can solve that other thing in their life. So give them the space to right. go kind of solve whatever it is that they're they're dealing with, and then come back and
1: and be in kind of a focus state when they're kind of at work. I mean, the other things that you look for early quality of the work is slipping. You're starting to see you know. Um, Small mistakes on a regular, base, regular basis, right? There's a rush to get through things versus a you know methodically trying to make sure it's done well. I think so for me, when they're engaged, it's more like, can I get this done quickly and off my plate, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one, the big one, phase if they if if the work starts being passed on, right? Like it, 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 when especially when someone has you're asking for an opinion or input or a decision, but they're deferring those always to somewhere else, where it's like they don't have to take that uh, that investment of mentally putting in the work or putting in the opinion or giving or stepping out there. Those are the ones I look for when they're starting to just pull back early in terms of, you know, giving, especially if they're, you know, they're usually in that state where they're giving ideas or giving suggestions or, you know, helping others with work. And then the, you don't see those things happen anymore. Usually something's going on there.
0: What can cause previously
1: engaged employees to kind of flip and become disengaged from their work? Big changes in the work itself. So if you're changing the work that they're doing, without understanding what that means to them or what they are losing or changing. Um, a lot of times we would just think, okay, the work's changed, no big deal. Yeah. Or they're still doing broad X without understanding that part of that small, you know, part of something in that work that would have been smaller to, to your vantage point was big to them. And so a lot of times if the work is changing and understanding what's changing for people in there. Your example, right? Like you talked about leadership change. Yeah. Maybe maybe you can kind of
0: like share that story and, and kind of what what changed in leadership that caused you to come and
1: disengage the big one was that the the new leader um had a you know almost a dismissive attitude toward we'd what we'd accomplished before they got there mm. and then was asking had kind of said, okay, great, that doesn't matter. those are all small things go away. Let's do these things that are more and more important and it wasn't I just, to disagree that there were other things that could have been used or resources could be used a different way. It was almost like the, it was almost dismissive dismissiveness to what we had accomplished. We had done a lot, and we're proud of the things we had done. And then we're told kind of like throw those away and like focus on something else. And it was almost it was more probably the, the disregarding of the accomplishments than the actual work that they're asking us to do. That was probably most most disengaging.
0: Yeah, and it, it kind of ties into kind of like a a, a change in recognition. Right? right. Or a lack of recognition with the, the new leadership. And so either right. with with a change in leader or even your existing leader, if for whatever reason, a lot of the work that you're doing no longer is getting recognized um, by your leader or, or your colleagues, there's got to be kind of a, a, a cause for disengagement.
1: Oh, 100%, especially when you when you think you've put in a lot, right? So I would say that's definitely a point of disengagement, uh, What that causes people to flip. I don't think if there's anything else that causes people to flip that I can think of off the top of my head. Personal stress has got to be one, right? Yeah, has if,
0: if you've got kind of some change in your personal life, if you're going through a marital breakdown or mm-hmm. a death in the family or something like that, like it, 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 it's just so hard to kind
1: of be engaged at work. A hundred percent. I've seen some people who have actually engaged more because they gave them an escape, <laughs> but for most people, it's, it usually, it usually is a hard to, you know, hard to get in there and focus and be your best when you've got other, areas going on in your life that are, you know, uh, that are more, more important to you. Right.
0: Just thinking about kind of our time here at Gusto, cause like early days, it was really, really hard kind of getting results. You're mm-hmm. we trying all sorts of stuff and, 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 like nothing was working and this is kind of fact when when gusto was um just a mobile app for kind of like sending a, a beer to a friend or a bottle of wine to a client and whatnot and we'd get these little spikes of kind of like pr and people would kind of use the the application but getting people to come back and, and we were working so hard and we would try like these different things and then Nothing would happen. And it right. was so deflating. And and you'd kind of like come to work the next day or the next week and just be like, oh man, like are we just gonna kind of like fall flat again this week? How did you get through it? Well, I think you know, Joe and I were really lucky to kind of have each other. And and I've seen this kind of in the in the cycle of the business where oftentimes kind of like, you know, things will be kind of really exciting and we're doing some cool stuff on the product side and then that's kind of the, the, the team that I lead and, um, and Joe might be kind of like really frustrated and down with something and, you know, I'll kind of help to kind of light him up and show him kind of some of the stuff that's, that's happening over here um, and then vice versa where kind of like I'm pulling my hair out and I'm like, when we went through the, you know, migrating our, our, uh, our platform, right? Like we, we had to kind of rebuild our entire code base in such a way that it was kind of more scalable and, 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 allowed us to kind of integrate with all these different platforms, but that took so long and it was so kind of like deflating. And there were many times during that period where Joe was doing some exciting stuff on the sales side and, and just kind of, you know, kept, uh, kept me balanced. So having, having somebody to kind of like support you, I, th- I found that really helpful. That's awesome. Last question here, what did we do as an HR person to kind of,
1: re-engage disengaged employees. I would talk to them. I don't understand what like what are we trying to re-engage them from, right? If it's personal versus something that's happened in work or change of leadership, I've we talked about a few things. You have to understand what you're trying to re-engage. Not all the solutions would be the same. For me, I would say whoever their leader is, I'd support their leader through it. Because as an HR person, we are we tend to want to fix it ourselves. And quite often, you know, those people aren't working with you as the HR leader every day. They're working with their leader and their manager and the people around them day to day. So that that engagement, you have to support the leaders through that engagement. I don't think we can own that as an HR person. Um, that's not passing the buck, but I just think we're not there with them every day unless they're an HR person. So I do think we have to support our leaders through 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 um, understanding what the, what they need and for getting the employees engaged as well. Looking for work and for opportunities, whether it's part of the role or or it's uh, you know uh, expansion opportunity what they're doing so that you can give them some of the opportunities that they need to perform so they can engage. Great, can't lose the sight of the fact that the job needs to be done that they may not like doing. <laughs> but you can find other things sometimes to give them opportunities to re-engage. And for me, you got to you got to recognize people, no matter where you're where you are. If you're down and you're trying to get back up along that journey, it's not it's not it's never a straight line. It's always you know it's up and down, and you're hoping that the graph moves you know on par up up to the top, right? And during that journey, when there's dips, somebody's got to you know recognize and encourage, re-encourage and you got to go through that cycle as you take people up through that journey. And so I really think you have to recognize and encourage and sometimes nudge along that journey of re-engaging
0: people. You know, something that I think that we've gotten a lot better at here internally at Gusto just over the last kind of couple of years that I have seen really help on kind of the engagement side is setting clear expectations and and being better at kind of providing kind of like honest and straight feedback to people in real time. Right. And, and it allows people to kind of have better understanding of kind of like what their job is and like what success kind of like looks like and allows them to kind of engage and kind of like go after that. That's all the questions. Any kind of like final thoughts on, on engagement? One word, (laughs) (laughs) one word.
1: Um, oh man. To, uh, recognize people <laughs> if you sorry for me uh, if you've waited till you see those big those big signs at the end where they're not cut where they're you know absenteeism all those other ones that they easier to list because they're easier to see it's really hard to re-engage people from that point point. and so the more you can you know see it early talk about it early help bring help keep the engagement from getting to the point where they're completely disengaged the better you'll have uh, at engaging your team
0: you know one of the insights from our conversation that i'd love to kind of like highlight here um that you brought up was as hr leaders it's not your kind of responsibility or job to go and engage that employee you can help but like you're so much better served to kind of like be working with the managers and, yep. and training the managers on how on on how to kind of respond to these challenges so um i thought that was really good insight amazing Cool. HR people are everywhere are happier when I say that. <laughs> One way to engage disengaged employees is through recognition, and it's really easy to get started. If you'd like to learn how, check out our Ultimate Employee Recognition Playbook, where we detail six steps to launch a successful program. Click the link in the description to get your copy. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to follow us so you don't miss an episode. Don't forget to recognize somebody for a job well done today. Mucho Mucho gusto.